Welcome to Coaching Kids Curling, a podcast for youth curling coaches and program organizers. I'm Glenn Gabriel, a certified curling coach who lives in Pickering, Ontario, Canada. My mission is to give you the advice, resources, and inspiration you need to make your program better. The Adapting Thriving Coaches Conference is scheduled for late March. In this episode, Andrea Ronnebeck of the Ontario Curling Council gives us a preview of this virtual two-day event. Andrea Ronnebeck has a 40-year career as a curling coach, including coaching some of the most decorated women's teams in our sport. She is also an NCCP-certified Level 4 coach, who has worked as a coach developer and learning facilitator for the Ontario Curling Council and Curling Canada. Andrea is chair of the organizing committee for the upcoming Adapting Thriving Conference. She joined me recently to preview the event. One note, we recorded this interview on March 6th, so when I asked her to predict who would be in the Briar final, we were only on day two of the Briar. Now, here's my interview. Andrea, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Glenn. Thank you very much for having me on. You're welcome. Now, Andrea, you're involved with the group organizing the Adapting Thriving Conference this month. Where did the idea for the conference come from? Um, We started actually in 2019 um, organizing um, an in-person coaching conference. The vision was that we would bring coaches and experts together from all across Canada at a resort on Lake Simcoe and have just a good old-fashioned networking, resource-sharing, knowledge-building conference. And it was actually Jen Ferris, the um, manager of operations at the Ontario Curling Council, that came up with the idea and and had some funding that we could use towards the conference. So at that point, it was strictly the Ontario Curling Council, which included myself, and then we had um, volunteers, Sabina Islam J. Gaisley and uh, Morris Wilson, that were on the committee and doing the organizing. Of course, then... That was to happen at the end of May 2020, and of course, COVID hit, and we had to cancel everything. So uh, we kind of put it on the back burner, and then this past fall, Jen uh, had the idea. There was an interprovincial group from made up of Curl BC, Curl Sask, Curl Manitoba, and the Ontario Curling Council meeting to share webinar resources with um, their high-performance teams. So if you were a high-performance team in Ontario, you were able to access webinars that were going on in BC. And so through that interprovincial committee and with a bit of funding through the OCC, we got together and thought, well, we'll do a virtual coaching symposium. Zoom seemed like a pretty good platform. We could bring everybody together at a very low cost. And that's how it has been organized. 
Now, the title of the conference is Adapting Thriving. Could you tell us what that phrase means? Well, Adapting Thriving, Focusing on the Future is the big long title for the symposium. So when we were looking for a name, our the name for the previous conference was Prep for Performance. And we felt in retrospect that that had somewhat of a, a very competitive um, implication to it. So that perhaps we were only targeting competitive coaches, although we had a recreational stream and then we had, I mean, the conference is open to anybody. It, it, you don't have to be a coach in order to attend. You can be a, a club volunteer, club administration, um, athletes are more than welcome. Parents are welcome. So we knew that that name was a little bit problematic and we were looking for another name. So I went online and I found a list of possible names as themes for conferences. And so I just shared that with the group and out of that adapting and thriving was the first part. The group chose adapting and thriving and then focusing on the future. So COVID has had such a huge impact, um, permanent possibly impact on our lives and our um, absence of, you know, being on the ice, um, perhaps not being able to be with our teams. For example, Brad Gushu hasn't seen Jeff Walker for a year. And so we knew that, that it has had a huge impact and coming back together, returning to play may be problematic. There may be issues that arise. Uh, how do you come back to play after that length of time? What's the, what are you going to focus on? What are you able to focus on? We just thought this might be a good opportunity to bring people together, even though it's not in person, bring them together virtually and share our knowledge, the knowledge of our presenters, and um, just try to ease people back into curling. I mean, obviously, in this COVID time, a lot of sports organizations and groups, clubs, member associations, they're putting together these virtual events to uh, make up the gap in having these things done in person. Mm-hmm. This, this is going to sound really simple, but for someone who has never attended an online coaches conference, mm-hmm. c- could you give the listeners a taste of what to expect mm-hmm. I sure can. Um, I've participated in two big Zoom conferences. Um, one was through Sport Leadership Canada, and I, I, there were several hundred people participating in that conference. So how Sport Leadership ran it was we weren't able to – our mics were off. We weren't able to – to interact verbally with the presenters. Our interaction was all through a chat box. However, at the end of the day, there was time to meet with uh, people from the committee or some of the presenters and just have a, a question and answer session. So in that sport leadership conference, there was the presenter. It was done under a webinar format. So the participants 
their mics are off. The panelists, their mics are on. So there was the, the presenter and a moderator. And the moderator would keep an eye on the, the chat function and relay questions to the presenter as appropriate, questions or comments. Another Zoom conference that I participated in was Women in Leadership. Um, this is a, a, a group of women from curling in who are leaders in all facets of our sports. So um, the CEO of Curling Canada is their top coaches, top athletes, ice makers, female ice makers are all part of this group. So there were about 50 of us, I think, and we came together in a Zoom conference that conference was run as a meeting, not as a webinar. So we were able to interact, although during presentations we were asked to mute ourselves. Um, but we were able to ask questions and go into breakout rooms at times and interact with each other in smaller groups. This webinar, this symposium, this conference, I was hoping that we would get a hundred coaches, maybe from across Canada to participate in this conference. We are now at over 200 coaches. Oh, wow. Participating. The, the um, response is just amazing. We're just so pleased. However, that means that with that number of people, we can't run the conference as a meeting. We have to run it as a webinar. And so um, people will hear the presenters, see the presenter, um, they will be able to ask their questions in the chat. There will be a moderator who will be watching the chat box and relaying questions and comments to the presenter. Um, so there will be a little less interaction, but at the same time, it will be more organized. And we won't have the moderator asking people to turn their mics off. They will automatically be off. And then to turn them on, we have to deliberately turn them on. Could you give a sample of the different topics that the conference will be covering and, and even some of the, uh, you know, quote unquote, famous people that are going to be presenting? Oh, for sure. Um, we have Kyle Paquette, who is doing our keynote address. And Kyle is a um, sports psych, sports psychology consultant. So he works with the top teams uh, from across Canada on the mental aspect of the game. He's been to the Olympics um, as part of the coaching support team. He's been to the Paralympics, I believe. Um, Kyle just brings a wealth of knowledge with him. Um, so his keynote address will focus on you know coming back what are we doing for ourselves coming back into competition after all this time away then we have dr joe baker he's from york university and he is not a curling specialist but he focus his focus is on skill acquisition so how do we how do we get curlers to become proficient more quickly in our sport how do we teach them how do we run practices or how do we um, take new curlers and get them comfortable on the ice and feeling like they're enjoying and making shots so he's that will be very interesting I've never spoken with him before or listened to him 
we were to have Marianne Arsenault, but a personal matter came up that she had been waiting some time for, and all of a sudden it came up during our conference. So her partner in business, Grant Odishaw, they are both from the Academy of Curling, is going to do a presentation on strategy and tactics. It'll be an overview. We have um, Adam Kingsbury, who's going to going to speak about increasing poise as a coach. So that has to do with being able to manage your own actions and emotions while you're coaching. So you can be like the per- proverbial duck, looking nice and smooth as you swim across the surface of the pond, but your little feet are paddling like mad. Uh, Connie Laliberti and Rob Gordon are going to do a technical skills review and analysis. And this is going to cover um, the delivery. And it's going to actually cover the flat foot slide, the slightly toe up slide, and the tuck delivery. So that there'll be a review. And because many of us, unless we're from Manitoba, many of us aren't familiar as familiar with the tuck delivery as we are with the flat foot slide so this is going to help us understand the tuck delivery as well Helen Radford is going to talk about growing the sport Glenn Pauly and Craig Saville are going to talk about um, sweeping technical skills some of the new developments uh, what's how do you make a rock curl how do you keep a rock straight who sweeps when do you have two sweepers when do you have one sweeper all of that Another sports site consultant is Mick Lismore, and he's going to speak about team skills and coming together after a long break. So Adams is more individually focused and um, Mick's is more team focused. Jason Gunlickson is going to speak to us about analytics. And if I don't know if you've ever spoken with Jason, but he is an animated, engaging speaker who will make analytics fun. What? Yeah. (laughs) Knew that it could. No, you know, we have so many people with analytics. But if you're like me, when I hear the word analytics, my brain just goes into a fog. (laughs) Because it involves math. But anyway, uh, we have Paul Webster, who is doing purposeful practices. Uh, Ryan Lafreniere, who you interviewed the other day about how to teach strategy and tactics. We have my very good friend, Wendy Morgan, who is going to speak about preparing for competition, what teams can do to put themselves in the best position so that when they step out onto the ice, they're ready to perform. And then we have Jen Ferris and Bobby Ray. Bobby Ray is the executive director of NOCA, Curl NOCA. They're going to be talking about recruitment. And boosting team members, so how to get more teams into your clubs and into your programs. And then finally, Jen Ferris is going to review with all of us the rule of two, Rowan's Law, and Safe Sport. Also on Saturday evening, we have a bit of a a fun time. Uh, Connie Laliberti and Melissa Saligo are developing some games that we can play and that will also be an opportunity to, um, for coaches to have some interaction with each other. So that's basically the schedule. 
Wow, that that's a lot of content. So, and that's over two days, of course. So that's over two days. Yes, my podcast is you know focused on youth coaches, and mm-hmm. I'm just picturing as a youth coach, and I look at this agenda, I'm going, oh my god, that's like 16 hours. I'm, I'm just guessing it's two full days of content. I'm just in my own head trying to figure out how to attack that. Are there any particular sessions you'd recommend for me as as a youth coach? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, so, any so the 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 session on uh, delivery skills would be absolutely now. So here's the schedule. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to look at the schedule at all, but we we only have four concurrent sessions. All the rest are they're they're running. Everybody will participate if they would like to. So skill acquisition is one that is aimed at everybody because I think it's important for coaches working with with new curlers and young curlers to know what's the best way. Because as you know, Glenn, when you feel proficient at something, you enjoy it. You enjoy it more. But if you're feeling like, oh, I can't even make the hog line, you know, um, the broom put, the skip puts the broom down and I'm not even close. I'm having trouble keeping up with the rock, that kind of thing. It, it, it doesn't increase your enjoyment. So skill acquisition would be a good one. Um, the strategy and tactics as an overview from Grant Odishaw, this is something we've been exposed mostly to the presentation with probe, pursue, protect, red light, green light, yellow light, um, offense, defense, balanced attack, which is great. But Grant will bring a different perspective. And he's bringing, um, a comp- you know, his experience as a, an accomplished competitive curler. So that will be good for all. Uh, increasing poise as a coach, you know, as a young, maybe if you're coaching a young team and you get frustrated, this is pertinent to you. And then... Um, the delivery analysis, brushing analysis, that's all good as well. It's not, it, it isn't high level. It's, it's not um, meant just for competitive coaches. It's meant for all coaches. Team skills and coming together after a long break, that might be viewed as something that is maybe has a little bit more of a competitive slant to it, but I think it would be good for everybody because you're you're stepping back onto the ice maybe not this spring but in the fall with the teams the kids that you work with and how can we refocus them and make it fun as well as keeping it safe again um analytics is it's just going to be fun it's just going to be great (laughs) you're still trying to convince me andrea Well, I've 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 had some dealings with Jason, and he's a he's a firecracker. So I think it's it will be good for all. Uh, and then we have the two two concurrent sessions: purposeful practices, and then how to teach strategy and tactics. And you talked to Ryan the other day, and Ryan he did an, a great job of you know showing how that particular session is great for people that are working with new curlers and young curlers. Strategy is something, it's like chess, you know, there's a lot of thinking to it. So how do we make sure that people are going out on the ice with an understanding? And then the other one, recruitment and boosting team numbers. This is Jennifer Ferris and Bobby Ray. And, and uh, 
this will be basically how do we get people in the door? How do we get more kids into our our youth programs? How do we get more adults into our, our adult programs? So those ones are particularly for more recreational coaches, but recreational coaches will benefit from the other sessions as well, especially the, the technical sessions on delivery and brushing. Well, thank you, Andrea. There's a lot of content is out there for people to take advantage of. So I, I just, I would encourage people to look at the agenda and see what works for them. Now, Andrea, I'm, I'm going to ask you about the Ontario Curling Council. You're the education manager north for that's, the OCC. Could you, tell, could you tell us a little about your role and, and what the OCC is for those listeners who might not know? Well, the OCC is the um, provincial sport organization for Ontario. We actually have two curling provinces in Ontario, Northern Ontario Curling Association and then Ontario Curling Association or Curlant. Um, the, the ministry only recognizes one sport organization in the province. And so the OCC came to be um, as a, a, an organizing body, so a bit of a governing body over the other two, the two provincial curling provinces. Sorry to mess that up a little bit, but curling provinces. And the, the ministry funding flows into the OCC. But then the OCC took on organizing coach education, coach development, um, high-performance athlete development to ensure that there was fairness and equity across the province. So each of the curling provinces organizes their own competitions, but when it comes to athlete development, curler development, coach development, and and the workshops, etc., those are a function of OCC. And then Jen, in her role as well with Curling Canada, delivers the other programs like Safe Sport, Rowan's Law, all of that. She ensures that all of the clubs, all of the curlers in Ontario are aware of those programs. So as Education Manager North, I work with, with the clubs in Northern Ontario to ensure that they get the workshops that they require or that they want so if a a club in um, campus casing wants to run a club coach youth then they would reach out to me i help get it organized identify um, a facilitator for that workshop and start promoting it to try to get as many people as possible participating and then the other things that um that curl OCC does as well is um, coach coach certification maintenance. So ensuring that with the new system, it's not new anymore, but it's been in place for about six years. Uh, if you're a certified competition coach or a certified comp dev coach, you have to earn so many professional development points every five years in order to maintain your certification. So the OCC runs webinars 
and coaches receive a PD point for every webinar that they attend. Um, so my job as well is to arrange those webinars. Uh, and then and there's, of course, the catch-all other related duties. So whatever else that Jen needs doing, like organizing this symposium, that will come to me. Speaking of professional development points, I understand that if a certified coach participates in the Adapting Thriving Conference, that they have the opportunity to earn points. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes, we have one point for each webinar attended. Excellent. Now, Andrea, uh, thank you for joining me today. I I know the OCC. I've I've contacted the OCC in the past about coaching and courses. And for those listeners who are coaches, and I know a lot of them out there are who listen to this podcast, this is uh, an organization that is instrumental in providing the coach education in this province. So I guess if you're in Northern Ontario, you can, you can contact Andrea. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Speaking of which, is there a, uh, what's the best way for people to contact you if they want to get in touch with you? Uh, they can email me at andrea.ronabeck, all lowercase. So that's A-N-D-R-E-A dot Ronabeck, R-O-N-N-E-B-E-C-K at curlnoca.ca. Um, and if they have any questions at all about coach development in Ontario, they can contact me as well or go through the OCC and I will point people in the right direction. That's great. I'll have those details and those contact information on the show notes. So uh, don't feel like you have to rewind to get it. it just go onto the show notes and get it. This, this is from the listeners. So uh, Andrea, thanks again for joining me, but I don't want to let you go without putting you on the spot here a little bit. Okay. Are, are, you, are you watching the briar? Are you going to watch the briar? <laughs> Yes, of course. <laughs> I was so excited to see that the World Women's is going to be on as well at the end of April and into May. That's just so exciting. Yes, I'm watching the briar. Excellent. Yes, I, <laughs> I, I saw that news on social media about the Women's Worlds uh, being moved to the bubble. Now, uh, just for the benefit of our listeners, this is currently being recorded on March the 6th. So mm-hmm. I'm putting you on the spot. I want a prediction. Who's going to be on the, in the final on March 14th? Oh, oh, that's, you know, I looked at the field. It's so strong. There are yeah. so many good. I, I have to go with, I have to go with Botcher and Gushu, a repeat. Another? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's two strong teams. I I mean, yes. the, the betting money would be on them if you if you happen to bet if betting was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't bet. No. No, no, this is just for information only. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's, it's exciting. Of course, the Scottish ended last week and and they managed to uh finish that event with knock on wood no big issues. So Yes. Yeah. yeah, and I called that winner. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, that's it. Yep. And I'm so pleased for, for Team Anderson because now they actually get a world. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Excellent. So, yeah. Okay, Andrea, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, Glenn. Have a good day and enjoy the curling. And good luck with the conference. Thank you.
So that was my interview with Andrea. The Adapting Thriving Conference will be held on March 20th and 21st. To register or for more information, visit the OCC website at OntarioCurlingCouncil.com. A link to the conference website will also be in our show notes. Now, because I asked Andrea to give me a prediction of the Briar finalists, I feel obligated to offer my own prediction. So, I predict that Team Canada, aka Team Gushu, and Team Northern Ontario, aka Team Jacobs, will be in the finals on March 14th. This has been the Coaching Kids Curling Podcast. To reach me, Coach Glenn, please email coachingkidscurling at gmail.com. To subscribe to our podcast for free, visit our website, coachingkidscurling.com. You can also find show notes and links to the resources mentioned in this episode and in previous episodes. The intro and outro music is Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Thanks for listening. Good luck and good curling.